Hey everyone, welcome to Nisa's Anxiety Pills. It's a weekly podcast where me and my girlfriend, we answer questions and also talk about death and also other very, very fun <laughs> stuff. That's <laughs> my new intro. You were like rapping. Yeah, I- I'm trying to be more energetic. Karena, I don't know, I just feel like lately in my in the episodes, I've been uh, really... Dobby Downer. Um, yeah, Dobby Downer. Yeah, I just really feel, be I guess, a bit more active. And... This week, we are going to hmm. uh, go again with our plan of talking about stuff that one of us is really, really interested in. And this time, yeah, I get exactly. my turn. And before we move on to the topic of the day, we're also going to answer some more questions from listeners who actually took their time to write to us. First question, it comes from a good friend of mine who reached out to me on Instagram, who will remain anonymous because never didn't really ask him. And he asked uh, particularly for Nisa. He's really interested in knowing about kenapa kamu tuh milih untuk pacaran. Karena um, I talked with him a bit. We kind of caught up. He's an old childhood friend. Terus kayak aku cerita-cerita ke dia tentang kamu gitu. Orangnya kayak gimana. Terus um, I try my best to explain you in a way that I guess is justified, justifiable. Because to be honest, kayak I don't know how to explain you to anyone gitu honest. Terus kayak dengan dia tahu tentang kamu, dia malah kayak bingung gitu kayak why would someone like Nisa tuh mau punya pacar gitu? Because I think he just feels like you don't really need one. Then to be honest, I don't really feel like you also need one. I'm a strong, so, independent yeah. bitch who need no man. But if God gave me, I'll take it. No, <laughs> but anyway, uh, to answer the first question, I feel like uh, it come from. A kind of not trauma, yeah. Maybe it kind of like a cumulative experience, gitu. Like I have trust issues, kan. And sometimes, uh, ketika aku udah, misalnya kayak, this is not me meminta apa ya. Kayak to be honest, kalau misalnya sama semua orang, aku tuh treat everyone the same and the same amount of extra, gitu loh. Kayak. Misalnya the way I treat Garda tuh kayak there's nothing special with the way I treat other people or other male guys, male slash guys. <laughs> Cuma what differentiate me, Garda, dan kayak other people tuh lebih ke kayak when we commit, meaning that aku bakal cerita the things that I wanna talk about with only you, dan ya basically that's... That's like the limit for me gitu loh, kayak the trust itself gitu. I think that's exactly why I prefer to have a committed relationship daripada kayak just, you know, kayak casual, I guess. Um, yeah, I feel like it's for mm. for my own comfort, I guess. Ngerti gak sih kayak aku lebih ke comfort diriku sendiri dan I feel like uh, in one way or another I know that being committed with someone itu juga can actually fulfill what my dream juga gitu loh. And one of my dream tuh ya maksudnya kayak make a change in apa ya? the closest circle possible which is kayak family gitu kan. Dan to be honest, I can't do much in my current family karena at the end of the day it's like different generations aja gitu loh ngerti gak sih kayak It's so hard to t- make a change mm. in your own family. Tapi kayak when we are the one who's in charge with it tuh kayak... Yeah, that's what I want to do, ngerti gak sih? At the very least in my life. Tapi kalau misalnya I can make a bigger change, good for me. Tapi 
I feel like that is one of the purpose aja. That's exactly why I choose to date. But honestly, uh, kalau misalnya you're not fitting with the dating stereotypes, ya nggak masalah juga ngerti gak sih? Tapi maybe ya itu balik lagi kayak what's your purpose in life? Alright, another question that he asked itu juga nyambung ke yang sebelumnya adalah as someone yang gampang hmm. untuk tahu orang gitu loh nih kayak kamu kan kayak you you kind of kayak literally just need to be with someone for two or three days hmm. and like you know a lot about them gitu loh. Sometimes they're more than they know themselves gitu. How do you like why do you feel like it's worth it to invest long term hmm. in a person gitu loh to the extent of maybe having a relationship with someone? <laughs> I I don't The thing is sometimes uh I don't know if this like a bad thing or a good thing. Sometimes I I trust my instinct aja gitu loh karena I really have a good sign. Okay. Aku tuh bener-bener gampang banget the spot the one who I want to invest to and the one who I don't want to invest. Ngerti enggak sih kayak literally that's exactly why I trust my guts gitu loh ngerti enggak sih? Which sometimes can literally took a toll on me uh, okay. in terms of mental health. Karena sometimes my guts just saying no. Dan kayak, you know, kayak being angsty prior gitu jatuhnya gak enak. But um, exactly why, mm. kenapa I still want to invest in someone. Because kayak, I know this person is a good person. Tapi kayak, I just want to help to get there gitu. Dan kayak, uh, the reason why I think I'm stuck with you juga. Itu lebih ke kayak I love it, I love it you say stuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well. As if it's all like Stockholm syndrome or something. <laughs> no. All, okay. I'm say, all I'm saying is that kayak I saw the potential but I feel like maybe I don't know if this like a form of issue atau enggak tapi I like some kind of challenge but I don't like being challenged in terms of kayak mentally challenging yang kayak daring a douchebag gitu loh. Kayak I more prone to kayak Having some, kayak, apa ya, ngubah orang tapi in a positive light, I guess. Okay, okay. There's something interesting sih about that sinis. Apa? Like, apa pandanganmu terhadap, ini aku coba go off script a bit ya. Tapi aku juga penasaran, Mm-mm. kan there are a lot of girls yang end up dating quote-unquote douchebags. Because mm. kayak mereka want the challenge of trying to change them for the better gitu ya gak sih? Mm-mm. Okay, what are your thoughts on that? Is that actually something justified to do? Or is that okay, something that you don't endorse maybe? Yeah, duh. I don't I don't endorse it. Then that is exactly why aku juga bilang kayak I don't think like it's a good thing juga for me to see that on other people. Tapi all I'm hmm. saying is that kayak the difference is they're trying to make a bad guy a good person, which itu susah karena itu depending on themselves. Tapi at the first time I met you atau kayak most of my access to they don't have a track record of being a douchebag ngerti gak sih mm. and that's exactly why I commit to them because I just know yeah there is some kind of change atau some kind of way that we can make it work tapi kalau misalnya you know this person is a douchebag and people already kayak bilang oh this this guy is a red flag and you trying to quote unquote change him no there's no way he's going to change unless he wants to ngerti gak sih yeah true yeah jadi yeah, I think like akhirnya kayak lu cuman membuat diri lu sendiri capek aja gitu ya yeah jadi I think like kayak my scenario tuh beda with this bitches yang trying to fix this fuck boys gitu last question from my friend adalah why me why did you choose to date me in particular 
I don't I don't choose gitu ya sih. Well, okay. I kind of I kind of <laughs> I kind of choose uh, I don't know, I, I'm just by the way I'm just feeling like really cringy aja sih with this question tapi ya ada. <laughs> Um, I feel like this has had nothing to do with Garda sih, to be honest ya. It's just I think uh, Garda falls to one of the type of mine. Dan I'm not saying this to puji-puji Garda gitu ya. Itu lebih ke kayak me. This is all about me. <laughs> I feel like I I'm all, I'm always prone to kayak suka sama someone yang lebih pintar dari aku. Well, at least what I thought that dia lebih pintar dari aku. What? <laughs> you, know, you don't think that anymore? <laughs> no, no, I was just kidding. But what I'm trying to say is that kayak, I'm the one who likes to apa ya, research. And also, kayak, since I'm a Gemini, I, 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 I. Jadi kayak, I'm very curious gitu kan. Dan it, apa, the way you attract me to basically by getting my apa, respect. I guess in terms of kayak knowledge wise ya, bukan kayak respect yang kayak siap komandan gitu. Nah, I feel like I think one of the reason why I'm attracted to him tuh karena itu aja sisanya tuh kayak apa ya personality wise tuh. I I feel like lebih ke kayak lebih gampang the compromise aja. Tapi kalau misalnya an outstanding thing tuh enggak ada gitu loh ngerti gak sih? And I feel like there is not a bad thing justru ngerti gak sih? Karena kayak mm-hmm. being in love with the idea of this person tuh kayak A, B, C, D, E Atau enggak kayak the potential of this person tuh malah toxic gitu loh jatuhnya Karena what if he doesn't reach the potential that you quote unquote fell in love with gitu Kan itu lebih toxic gitu kan? Jadi I feel like I'm having this more realistic approach aja karena kayak oh ya yeah, he fits my criteria then he can compromise what I want and I can compromise what he wants then let's make it work. So to be honest with you I don't really have that apa ya outstandingly reason why I love Garda gitu loh, ngerti gak sih? So no this is not a cringy question because I answer okay. it realistically. <laughs> All right. I was hoping for some sort of ego boost, but all right, <laughs> that's better, I guess. <laughs> some ego boost. So moving on to the topic of the day. Awalnya I wanted to talk about something yang sangat abstract about math or like about chaos theory and the butterfly effect. Tapi kayak Nisa said to me bahwa like you gotta find something yang mungkin a bit more applicable gitu yang kesini. Yes. Terus like ternyata my definition. Apa? Hmm? More theoretical gitu loh. It but like in my perspective, I thought that it was really interesting and fun, and I wanted the challenge of trying to like make other people also think that it's fun. Tapi yeah, I I'm not gonna argue if you get if you're gutsy. <laughs> so we decided to um, talk about more on um, technology and more specifically on the tech industry. Uh, why did we choose this? Is because number one, this is an industry that I've been following very closely sejak aku SMA sampai sekarang itu. And two, I'm also kayak part of the industry, I guess, because I'm already kayak did a lot of part-time and also internships. I kind of know about how it's like. And three is also because kayak emang ini aku sangat relevan aja sih, uh, And maybe you can disagree or not. Or not. Karena ya, yeah, we see bahwa almost every day our lives are essentially ruled by these companies to a certain extent. 
our day-to-day lives, how we interact with people, how we get by, how we actually um, form our societies, even itu udah beneran bisa dikontrol sama what these companies dictate gitu. And juga kayak banyak kasus-kasus kan yang mulai muncul di berita about kayak Gojek firing um, 5% of its staff kalau nggak salah. I think it's a bit more. And also about how companies like Amazon and Facebook are like leaking data, sensitive public data to foreign governments, so on so forth. Dan menurut aku hal-hal itu sih yang kayak menarik aja sih buat aku untuk diangkat. Tapi I'll try my very best untuk not make this something yang susah untuk diakses tanpa prior knowledge. <laughs> How's that sound? Yeah, uh, it sounds great, I guess. I okay. feel like kalau misalnya kalian bingung with this particular topic, I don't know what to tell them. <laughs> Honestly, tapi kayak, I feel like uh, whether you kind of bored or not interested about, you have to understand that this is also kayak a part of our life gitu loh. Jadi, that is exactly why we trying to put this, you know, basics juga. So, firstly, I'm going to talk about um, basic background. What is a technology company? Karena I see that there are a lot of terminology gitu yang suka dilempar-lempar orang like tech company, internet company, digit, digital startup gitu. And tapi sebenarnya itu apa sih? So, first thing we're going to define itu a tech company. Technology company is basically semua jenis perusahaan yang emang di dalam main business modelnya itu menggunakan teknologi gitu. Jadi di sini tuh ya pemain-pemain kayak Facebook, Amazon itu masuk jelas. Um, platform like Bukalapak dan lain-lain masuk and also like the hardware companies gitu like IBM, Acer, Asus dan lain-lain. Hmm. A subset of tech companies itu ada yang what's known as internet companies. Hmm. Nah, internet companies ini itu yang biasa lebih terkenal sama anak muda sekarang lah intinya. Company-company yang bisnisnya itu berjalan di atas internet gitu. Dan mostly their main core business model itu revolves around a certain software product gitu. Contohnya yang paling jelas ya kayak di Indonesia ada Bukalapak. Oh, I yang, thought Indihome. Mereka... <laughs> Enggak, beda-beda. Maksud aku jalan di atas internet tuh pokoknya kayak mereka menggunakan internet gitu. Mereka intinya bikin platform, bikin apps atau bikin website lah intinya kayak gitu lah. Karena kayak kalau lihat Bukalapak. Like walaupun mereka jualan barang, they're not a retail company kan. They're not like um, H&M gitu, yang produksi barang-barangnya sendiri. Tapi they are just a software company gitu. Mereka produk mereka tuh cuman websitenya doang yang kebetulan dipakai untuk jualan. Hmm. Nah, another term that we need to define are startups. And I see this word being kayak thrown around a lot by people. Yeah. Tapi essentially ya startup itu just as what it says it's a company yang baru startup baru mulai itu definisi yang paling kayak beneran kasarnya aja ya kalau misalnya kita lihat dari itu dari terminologinya cuman when we say startup usually what we're referring to adalah an internet company yang baru mulai. Mm-mm. Nah, dan startup dan internet company-internet company yang digolong startup ini itu mereka tuh bedanya sama company-company lain adalah one what they do itu they're trying untuk kayak nge-disrupt atau mengubah kayak bisnis yang udah ada gitu contohnya. Contohnya kayak misalnya klasik adalah Gojek itu nge-disrupt bisnis um, ojek konvensional gitu. Mm-hmm. 
yang tadinya orang itu harus datang ke suatu pangkalan habis itu bayar kayak 30-40 ribu cuman mm-hmm. buat ke rumahnya doang sekarang di disrupt jadinya harganya itu jadi jauh lebih rendah dan orang tuh bisa naik dari manapun mm-hmm. gitu atau kayak buka lapak itu nge-disrupt kayak toko-toko konvensional yang tadi orang harus jalan ke toko fisik sekarang tinggal kayak di depan laptopmu doang jadi there's a big emphasis on disruption juga yang ketiga adalah they rely heavily on uh, what's called valuation valuation ini adalah um, kayak nilai dari company lu ini gitu Jadi mereka itu nggak ngincer profit, nggak ngincer untuk cari keuntungan, tapi mereka ngincer supaya company mereka itu dapat nilai atau valuasi setinggi mungkin. That is what defines a startup gitu. Okay. Any questions? I don't. I particularly don't see. Karena kayak I feel like because I already study about these things, then personally I study it from you. <laughs> Jadi kayak oh, yeah. I have particularly no questions. Alright, so an interesting thing about startups that um, a lot of people aku lihat yang gak banyak learn about these things is sebenarnya how do they get this these money sih? How do they get the money to like grow and that scale gitu? And juga kayak istilah startup yang kayak sering-sering disebut orang adalah bakar duit kan is kayak. Mm, yeah. Karena bakar duit adalah salah satu cara di mana mereka itu bisa kayak nggak <laughs> cuma dapat duit tapi kayak ngefulfill the third feature tadi yaitu disrupting yeah, businesses gitu mm-hmm. kayak caranya Gojek supaya dia bisa mengalahkan ojek konvensional adalah dengan kayak melakukan promo-promo kan yang mm. emang mereka sangat terkenal gitu karena that's the only way untuk bikin orang ibarat pindah behavior mm. pindah cara hidup gitu karena emang their business relies on yang tadi aku bilang disruption mm-hmm. mengubah cara hidup orang gitu. Mm-hmm. Nah, how startups make money itu basically simple sih ini kayak they rely on outside people to mm-hmm. give the money intinya. Oh, what's contohnya known apa? Investing ya. Yeah, contohnya oh, kayak investors. Ya, yeah, they rely heavily on investors. Contohnya kayak Gojek itu dia di backing sama Google satu. Mm. And also with ada namanya Sequoia, it's a venture capital. Venture capital adalah kayak perusahaan yang ngumpulin Ngumpul duit dia. banyak banget untuk invest in startup companies. Gitu. Yes, nah, why do these companies want to invest in misalnya a small website yang dibikin sama a, a horny nerd gitu in Harvard, <laughs> Zuckerberg gitu? What? The? <laughs> yeah, it's true. Kayak, did you know that Facebook itu awal mulanya itu just a website? Yang isinya cuman ada dua cewek terus lu pilih mana yang lebih hot gitu oh, Wait, I didn't know that That's kinda gross Thank god I'm not oh, yeah? in that platform Well technically Instagram is a Facebook now right? Yeah Instagram is a Facebook And everyone's in the platform to be honest Yeah. And also kayak Yeah it works kan And this True. was made dulu itu di Harvard By Mark Zuckerberg and his friend Terus tiba-tiba like It grew into what it is This big giant yang keuntungannya itu bahkan lebih dari beberapa negara Afrika combine gitu loh. That's so sad, you guys. If you have money, donate and also sign petitions. <laughs> side note. Yes, side note. So, how do they get money? Kan? They get money by investors. And why investors want to invest itu adalah karena yang namanya valuation. Karena investors itu melihat bahwa uh, simpelnya gini sih, kayak oke. Okay, Ini, ini website 
jadi oh, kayak website nggak jelas ini mungkin it's worthless now gitu nggak ada ads nggak ada apa tapi gue percaya dalam waktu 10 tahun itu bakal worth millions of dollars gitu jadi beneran from just the speculation alone gitu from like the the belief that this is someday going to be valuable makanya gue mau invest itu intinya that's basically what investing is kan kayak yeah, ya lu ngasih yeah, yeah. duit ke sesuatu yang bakal lebih gede tapi yang membedakan ini di, dengan yang lain adalah the main value yang ditawarin dari company-company itu benar-benar cuman kayak spekulasinya doang gitu karena mereka beneran gak menghasilkan apa-apa mereka bahkan kayak untuk puluhan tahun bakal bakar duit nggak bakal untung tapi kayak nilai dari company bakal terus-terusan naik gitu. Contohnya kayak Facebook yang dari aku bilang tahun 2005 ya. Mm-mm. This is before it was even in Indonesia. Mm-mm. Ini benar-benar masih kayak kalau nggak salah ya cuman ada home screen terus kayak comment section aja gitu dan profil gitu. Mm-mm. Tapi it was already worth 100 million dollars gitu. It was mm-hmm. valued at 100 million dollars. Mm-hmm. And to put that in perspective 100 100 juta dolar Mm-hmm. itu kayak in rupiah kurang lebih like satu triliun lah. Iya <laughs> yeah, ya. Yeah. Like bayangin aja satu triliun gitu mm-hmm. untuk website abalan yang dibikin sama anak Harvard gitu. Iya <laughs> yeah, true. In just five years alone dari 2005 ke 2010 mm-hmm. dari 100 juta mm-hmm. dolar value naik jadi 10 m in dollars. That's like 100 kali lipat gitu, 100 Mm-mm. triliun. And like where does this valuation come from? Sebenarnya kayak ada banyak cara untuk nentuin. Yeah, which yeah, you exactly. guys can which you guys can kayak uh, research more. Tapi emang it does involve lots of due diligence, enggak cuma serta-merta kayak oh ya yeah, ini harganya 100 T gitu. Iya, yeah, terus berarti mereka profit 100 T gitu kan. Sebenarnya yeah. it's so it's so apa ya? complicated value apa ya? Intinya maksud kamu tuh sebenarnya all of these numbers tuh doesn't necessarily kayak ada tapi bisa dibayangkan the word is going to be that certain number gitu kan. Mm-hmm. Kayak you're not tapi, saying itu tuh kayak ya what they word sebelumnya gitu kan. Ya, yeah, I'm, I'm not saying bahwa they're worth 100 triliun artinya mereka akan menghasilkan segitu. Mm-hmm. Cuma intinya um, the majority of people Kayak collectively believe bahwa hmm. nilai dari perusahaan itu 100 triliun gitu. It's a very yeah, exactly. high level concept. Tapi ya just, just bear with it karena this is apparently how the world works gitu. Yeah. Nah salah Even satu cara nentuin. Even how the company works. Maksudnya yeah, nowadays. Yeah that's how companies work, works. Bener-bener kayak yang dijual itu bukan bukan produk tapi beneran kayak company-nya itself gitu. Hmm. Dengan harapan bahwa kayak misalnya dia bernilai 100 T. Ketika si company ini nanti ke depannya itu bakal go public. Which is istilah company ini intinya yes. tuh masuk ke um, sahamnya public, dijual lah. Ke public uh, kan. Jadi public bisa beli. Ya. Public bisa beli. Intinya ketika public udah bisa beli company ini. Hmm. Mereka itu akumulasi nilai dari sahamnya itu bakal sebaik 100 triliun gitu. Hmm. Oke. Okay. So intinya... The thing that you guys just need to keep in mind adalah uh, what is a valuation dan you just need to keep in mind bahwa these internet companies itu they get a lot of valuation and sometimes it's more than they actually deserve gitu. Hmm. Which we're going to talk about later on when we kayak this dissect about how this can actually be toxic gitu loh. Hmm. So, 
ya yeah, and how how they get this money mungkin untuk kalian-kalian yang maybe nanti tertarik untuk bermain di sini itu ada kayak banyak jenis fundingnya they do like pertama seed funding dulu gitu di mana kayak ya yeah, they get Uh, dapat investor dari individu-individu kaya doang terus nanti ada namanya series A, series B, bla 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 gitu. And usually ketika mereka udah mulai booming, startup-startup yang misalnya lagi booming gitu, misalnya lo lihat apa gitu, ruang guru mm-hmm. atau misalnya Gojek itu it it does not mean bahwa they're already successful gitu loh atau they're already kayak profitable. Mm-hmm. Malah itu justru Ketika booming-boomingnya suatu startup itu lagi puncak-puncaknya Mereka lagi bakar-bakar duit biasanya mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Karena itu lagi puncak-puncaknya mereka tuh lagi dapat valuation yang sangat tinggi mm-hmm. Artinya banyak investor-investor yang lagi ngasih mereka duit Banyak orang yang percaya bahwa mereka nilainya tinggi Sehingga mereka bisa dapat banyak duit yang bisa mereka bakar gitu mm-hmm. Nah Now let's talk about why Why are they actually doing this? Nih, kayak Atau kayak I wanna Nanya ke kamu aja deh Like why do you think These companies are doing this Are doing this bakar duit Ya yeah, satu bakar duit And are like kayak Gila-gilaan pengen nyari Valuation yang tinggi-tinggi gitu. I mean I think you already answered that question sih justru Maksudnya for me ya I don't know what the answer you're expecting Tapi I feel hmm. like ya balik lagi Karena kayak You're technically masuk ke realm yang mana you wanna uh, bukan eva, apa sih namanya kayak kamu pengen menggantikan sesuatu yang sebenarnya udah ada. Terus all of this itu to build a company's reputation and in the perspective of the company ya memang yang dilihat tuh kayak the apa what is it called kayak the prediction ke depannya. Uh, apakah kira-kira masih bisa develop dan juga masih bisa untung itu based on what the people perceive dan kayak how many people yang apa ya tertarik terhadap hal itu juga gitu loh jadi kayak kalau misalnya in a business perspective for me kayak the bakar duit they uh, they did itu sebenarnya bisa di, bisa dihitung kalau misalnya itu bakal At the end of the day beneficial for them Tapi I'm not saying it's going to be Ngerti gak sih? Kayak, tapi maybe in their calculation tuh It's quote unquote worth it And also profitable But yeah maybe you can actually Apa? Kayak mungkin bisa elaborate And also kayak correct me in that Tapi I feel like that's the sense of why They're doing it sih Well for me to be honest Like the main Reason pasti ya sama for all companies was, Which is just to make as much money as they can see Tapi not only that juga karena emang When you're a startup and you're already being Invested by a lot of Very very rich people They expect you untuk kayak return Not just kayak balik modalin mereka Tapi return 10 kali lipat bahkan sampai Ratusan kali lipat dari initial investment mereka gitu Which is why biasanya untuk di startup companies itu It's not an Apalagi startup-startup kayak Pas booming-boomingnya Tahun-tahun 2010-2013 itu their goal Itu not just to be a profitable company Tapi just to be Ibarat The next Facebook, the next YouTube, the next Microsoft gitu loh Jadi emang it's bener-bener go big or go home First startups yang emang ngincarnya kayak Jalur Investasi gede-gedean kayak gini gitu Intinya kayak gitu sih The thing is kayak Baru belakangan-belakangan ini Aku rasa we're trying We're 
now seeing the fallout a bit see from that kind of behavior karena a bit of backstory that kind of behavior itu uh, it's not something new itu sesuatu yang bahkan kayak investasi ya it's yeah. been around yeah. since like the age of man gitu kan tapi mm-hmm. kayak investasi in startup and valuation itu sebenarnya udah ada sejak 1960-an mm-hmm. cuman beneran baru boomingnya itu pas tahun-tahun 1990 atau tahun-tahun 2000-an gitu in a period that's known as the dot com bubble atau ya yeah, the internet bubble lah intinya it's a period di mana kayak orang tuh lagi gila-gilanya invest in internet companies dan kayak jebolan-jebolan dari dot com bubble itu ada banyak yang sukses and you know them as kayak Google and also Amazon cuman kayak i said it uh, it's called the dot com bubble because as what it says it's a bubble gitu yes. and the bubble for those of you who don't know adalah kayak istilah untuk keadaan di mana sesuatu hal atau objek itu lagi uh, rame-ramenya dispekulasi orang sehingga kayak spekulasinya itu lama-kelamaan tuh it goes way overboard yeah. to the point di mana kayak the, the bubble pops what it means is kayak contohnya kayak in 2008 there's a housing bubble di mana kayak orang-orang tuh pada beli rumah uh, buat dijual lagi yeah. this is one of the financial fallout in US yeah it's really big it's not only yeah. impacted the US but a lot of people kayak a lot of people say that maybe the rise of Trump itu juga an effect of this juga gitu dan oh. lain lah yeah. intinya financial bubbles itu walaupun mungkin kerasa kayak oh ini gak impact gua hmm. just believe me guys it does have that big of an impact maybe not now tapi maybe for like the next 5 or 10 years in the country hmm. gitu tapi intinya ya lu bayangin aja kalau se- kalau satu orang beli rumah buat dijual lagi ya berarti wajar lah dia naikin harganya. Yes. Tapi lu bayangin kalau misalnya semua orang beli rumah cuma buat dijual lagi, harganya pasti kayak makin naik, makin naik, makin naik, makin naik sampai nggak ada yang mau beli rumah lagi kan? Iya. Karena udah saking gede ya. Jadi mereka harus Jadi, menurunkan harga. Iya, menurunkan harganya. Dan mereka menurunkan harganya itu literally a lot of economics say, uh, economic papers say bahwa it's called the bubble popping because benar-benar nuruninya tuh sedrastis itu loh. Kayak bisa in the span of days dari harga rumah yang sampai M bisa tiba-tiba jadi beberapa juta doang gitu. Hmm. Which is actually really good for people who are not investing in houses. So like <laughs> yeah, maybe if you guys want to buy a house then just wait for maybe, I don't know, the Indonesian housing bubble to pop. I no, guess. don't do that. Oh yeah, don't do that sih. Yeah, don't. Yeah, we w- just kidding, just kidding. Yeah, we wish uh, don't no ask harm. me for investment advice because <laughs> I've never invested anything in my life. There are professionals to do that. Just say. So by the way, back to talking about internet companies. Yeah. The dot com bubble, walaupun it was a disaster, ada banyak banget perusahaan-perusahaan yang dapat valuasi tinggi tapi tiba-tiba mereka flop. Itu banyak juga si jebolan-jebolan yang oke okay, dan bahkan kayak amazing banget gitu hasilnya. Contohnya Google and Amazon. Like just look where they are now gitu. Dan kayak um, kejadian serupa dengan housing bubble ini itu juga terjadi sekitaran tahun 2010-an gitu mm. dengan the rise of Facebook and YouTube baru-baru lah gitulah. Nah, um, to the point di mana kayak aku rasa sih it's kind of like history repeating itself all over again sini. Yeah. Kayak 
yeah we're back on we're back doing the like insane valuation things terus kayak everyone tiba-tiba mau jadi the next facebook and if everyone wants to be the next facebook then kayak there's no next the, facebook <laughs> there's no next facebook there's just going to be lots of facebook Facebooks, wannabe failures yeah. gitu kan <laughs> yeah. yeah jadi kayak kita mulai kerasa lagi gitu loh fallout falloutnya yeah. dari I, hal-hal tersebut i wanna i wanna ask questions sih For me personally, I feel like uh, that is exactly why I talk about more to benefits. I feel like the mentality of, well, I cannot blame if they actually want to create the new Facebook with no a cer- no certain concept, I guess. Karena kalau misalnya, if we see Gojek gitu ya, they have mm-hmm. a good concept yang mana, uh, I'm not saying this for all of their, ini ya, their uh, business action, tapi ini aku cuma direct aja ke specific go food and go ride ya. Ini maksudnya kayak hmm. menurut aku karena ini dua bener-bener inovasi yang memang bener-bener baru dan it's never done before and even in US tuh kayak Postmates and Uber doesn't do do it like uh, Gojek gitu loh, ngerti gak sih? We hmm. we we have more apa procedure and uh, something like that lah istilah. Maksudnya kayak inova- inovatif gitu loh. Jadi I think it makes sense aja for them to bakar duit towards that karena apa ya it's rational ngerti gak sih ngerti gak maksudku kayak I'm not saying it's a, a right decision tapi kayak it's rational then the the question will be kayak then to what extent it will be rational then ngerti gak sih kayak of course we don't wanna repeat history kan tapi at the end of the day jadi kita nggak tahu gitu loh apa rasionalnya ngerti gak maksudku ya yeah, ya yeah, tahu sih ngerti 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 and how do Maksud you respond kayak... to that Oke, okay, that's a very interesting question. Karena kayak aku juga bukan orang yang walaupun aku ngomong gini, I'm not semua yang anti bakar duit gitu loh, Nis. Iya, yeah, exactly. Karena I sometimes know. that's what's needed untuk create change yang contohnya Gojek has done gitu loh and yeah. proven bahwa they do it. Cuman um, menurut aku satu batas rasional adalah kayak ketika emang yang namanya business model, yang namanya kayak cash flows and um, Earnings itu udah nggak diperhatiin sama sekali lagi gitu sih. Hmm. Karena emang beneran that's what a lot of investors uh, do gitu pas zaman-zaman lagi toxic-toxic dan lagi booming-boomingnya banget investasi ke startup company gitu. Dan hmm. banyak juga loh nih kayak contoh-contoh kayak if you know a company called WeWork. Tahu. Yeah. Oh. They literally. That company udah mati gak sih? <laughs> masih ada sih oh, okay. uh, masih di backup sama SoftBank um, tapi kayak there were a, that's a fucking big epic failure gitu loh hmm. and a prime example di mana orang tuh bisa senggara rasional itu bakar duitnya di mana kayak orang tuh bisa seblindsided itu thinking that a company yang kerjanya itu nyewa tempat 15 tahun buat disewain lagi ke orang-orang per bulan dan makes almost no profit at all itu bisa bernilai like billions of dollars gitu nih dan hmm. it has a lot to say gitu about like just how much people are sometimes can be blindsided I guess by the thought of lots of money and also by greed juga gitu nih tapi kayak back to your question menurut aku ya ada sih cara untuk Uh, mengetahui kapan itu batas rasionalnya atau enggak gitu. Dan menurut aku sih udah jelas-jelas tuh bisa sampai gara- seenggak rasional ini sih orang-orang. And yang kedua, 
menurut aku walaupun there are companies yang successfully bakar duit, successfully establish their market, there are other problems yang terjadi juga loh nih ke depannya after they've been successful. Hmm. Which I'm going to talk about the fallout itu enggak cuman in the form of companies bangkrut, tapi even the companies that do succeed. Mm-mm. I feel that we're now seeing a period of time di mana we see the emergence of like super big companies yang emang have so much power and control to the point bahwa it's very hard to keep them in check or keep them in balance gitu loh nis. Karena walaupun you can argue bahwa like big companies such as oil and gas have always been around gitu kayak big controlling companies juga udah ada gitu tapi um, I would argue and maybe a lot of people would agree bahwa the companies that we see right now these tech companies itu they have more power and more leverage aja bahkan karena berbeda dengan misalnya big pharma atau misalnya big oil industries yang bisa ngelobby governments these companies itu they go directly to people gitu loh to consumers and they directly kayak shift our behavior and we're just okay with that gitu kadang and we're really oblivious to that contohnya adalah kayak misalnya Google yang every day takes your data and probably knows about you more than you do and is probably like listening to, listening to our conversation right now hi Google um, please hey. hire me Google. And people still kayak enggak aware terhadap hal itu And even if they are aware Mereka juga kayak Meh yaudah gak apa-apa gitu Lu udah ngasih gue service Ya gak apa-apa Just take my data gitu And also we also seeing kayak Even the case of Gojek Walaupun Ya bagus mereka udah bisa berhasil untuk Make our lives more convenient And make people to have uh, more jobs Menurut aku There is some Value in Mengkritisi mereka lebih juga Than what they're getting right now gak sih Nis Kayak oh, Well If I gotta be honest with you I kinda don't know what you're talking about Kayak which one gitu loh Gar Can you be specific Kayak what kind of cases that you want to criticize Gojek gitu misalnya Contohnya the case bahwa well, What essentially they're doing adalah They're massively expanding into lots of different markets And making I would say kayak barrier of entry untuk orang mau masuk ke market mereka jadi sangat susah gitu India karena satu tuh kan kayak mereka udah main di transportasi gitu dan kayak essentially kayak siapapun yang mau bikin app Gojek mereka sendiri itu pasti bakal kalah juga. Kedua hmm. adalah kayak you see them going to lots of other different business models kayak misalnya mereka mau nguasain finance juga with their GoPay, mau mau nguasain payment juga. Mereka juga mau nguasain kayak kemarin dengan Go Live ya mereka mau service industry juga gitu. And I also see them expanding ke arah entertainment juga, GoTix, everything gitu loh. In an attempt untuk kayak ya jelas-jelas ya all companies want to do is to monopolize these markets gitu loh nis. Dan menurut aku ya, I don't know, I think there is some value in kita mengkritisi apakah mereka tuh deserve untuk still stay the same untuk keep doing whatever they want gitu loh. Kan dan kita juga lihat sendiri kayak ya in times of crisis mereka juga enggak setahan-tahan amat loh. They, they still hmm. can fire their whole go live staff okay. and also shut down the whole project every time they want gitu loh. Jadi satu my criticism adalah kayak should they really be able to scale as big as they want? And number two adalah kayak should 
shouldn't there be more and more regulation to them gitu loh kalau lu biarin a company hmm. get that big itu bisa sampai sekuat apa gitu loh impact mereka to the point di mana kayak Amazon aja right now like I don't know have have you like seen the videos in like the warehouse how they treat their workers blah 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 nah, I know I know how apa nggak cuma their workers apa sih there are a lot of cases about the who's the CEO name uh, just please Bezos. tell me now Ya, jazz ya. Kayak banyak banget uh, case around him gitu sih. Maksudnya not just the fact that itu sama kayak because they become too powerful, jadi they can actually aid the government gitu kan. Which leading up to them actually stepping on to the political apa agendas of the state itself, which it can also happen in Indonesia loh. Ngerti gak sih? Kayak uh, kalau misalnya you talk about that wrong I'm familiar sih, to be honest. And I'm I agree with you gitu loh. Kayak mm-hmm. that is dangerous. Dan selain mereka gede to the point they can influence government, mereka juga udah nguasain banyak banget business space gitu loh nih. To the mm. point di mana kayak they're the only competitor like look at what they're doing to Walmart gitu. Mm-hmm. Like, and look at what they're doing untuk kayak ada kasus terkenal kalau nggak salah there was a small business namanya diapers.com yang mm-hmm. jualan kayak popok bayi. Terus kayak because at the time Amazon juga kayak jualan produk-produk mereka juga produk bayi juga like mereka beneran sehari nge-slash all the prices of baby products on their website gitu loh. Yep. In an attempt untuk katanya ya menjatuhkan their competitors and this is what they do. Oke. Okay. Ya yeah, ya yeah, ya. Yeah. Kenapa? Uh, ini question sih. Lebih ke kayak uh, I got what you're trying to say tapi kayak I feel like it doesn't really necessarily uh, apple to apple, I guess, to Gojek. Maksudnya, I feel like the attempt of abuse ada, dan attempt of apa ya. Pokoknya, the abuse itself tuh ada, regardless of what kan, uh, apakah itu apple to apple atau enggak. Tapi, in this situation kan, kalau Gojek itu sendiri kan lebih ke kayak bidangnya gitu kan, Gar. Ngerti gak sih? Kalau misalnya Amazon tuh, I feel like kayak selain dia main di... Uh, government dan juga dia ngetret how the customer actually butuh sesuatu dan wanna spend their money on gitu kan. Tapi kalau Gojek kan, I feel like what's dangerous tuh lebih ke kayak dia mau ngambil semua jasa service gitu kan. Yang mana hmm. sebenarnya jasa-jasa service yang ada di uh, ada gitu loh di Indonesia, nggak cuma dari Gojek gitu. Tapi what's dangerous about it tuh kayak The fact that people are relying on this job, terus they all bisa just kayak bluntly get fired gitu loh. Nah, do you think the, apa ya, do you think the dangers itu lebih ke kayak how the company itself will kayak, man, bukan manipulate ya, tapi kayak uh, in general itu jadi too powerful kayak uh, Amazon atau kayak kamu lebih concern apakah uh, this company bisa Affecting the workers inside of it gitu Ngerti gak maksudku? Hmm. Ngerti, ngerti Menurut aku dua-duanya sinis Cuman lebih kayak yang pertama sinis Kenapa? Karena problem hmm. yang kedua itu exist on all companies sih menurut aku Oh oke okay. Karena fair. ini juga ya something I also wanna point out juga in this podcast Kayak terlepas dari industri tech um, The way companies treat their workers Itu menurut aku something yang emang wajib kita perhatiin sih Regardless hmm. of the industry gitu Karena we're seeing time and time again bahwa 
companies can just do whatever they want sometimes their workers can mm-hmm. like kita lihat gara-gara pandemi ini ada berapa banyak orang di PHK ada kayak that warehouse di warehouse Philip Morris kalau nggak saya di Jawa Timur itu yang kayak tiba-tiba shutdown stranding a lot of kayak their hard their workers gitu mm-hmm. and juga ya regulasi regulasi kadang company itu kalau nggak dipaksa pemerintah tuh they don't they are not going to do shit gitu yeah. and we all we have to really be aware of that sinus yeah i love living in privilege <laughs> true maksudnya kayak i love it tuh maksudnya kayak i acknowledge that i have this privilege life tapi ya we cannot ignore kalau misalnya this can heavily affect those people who are less fortunate dari kita yeah And another interesting thing about care workers adalah, do you know a concept called the um, pay productivity gap? Pay? No. What is that? Okay, so the pay to productivity gap, itu basically kayak, uh, it's a graph mm-hmm. yang menunjukkan bahwa ada gap, ada gap between the average wage of workers and the productivity of workers. Yang dimana seharusnya produktivitas sama pay itu kan berjalan selaras gitu Berbanding lurus ya gak sinis yes. Maksudnya pro, maksudnya produktivitas itu apa? Misalnya um, hari ini aku menghasilkan kayak satu baju gitu yeah. Dan aku digaji satu dolar Like kalau aku berhasil dalam sehari menghasilkan sepuluh baju Seharusnya aku digaji sepuluh kali lipat kan? Yeah. Nah The thing is, it doesn't work that way. Ternyata sejak tahun kalau nggak salah um, 1960, pay and productivity itu enggak lagi selaras. Dimana kayak the average worker itu bisa menghasilkan sampai 10 kali lipat dari yang mereka hasilkan 40 tahun yang lalu. Tapi mereka nggak digaji. Mereka beneran digaji sama persis kayak they did 40 years ago. Walaupun the amount of stuff that they produce itu more gitu. Nah banyak yang bilang sih. Um, kenapa ini terjadi ya ada banyak faktor Ada banyak yang bilang bahwa oh ini cuman karena teknologi aja gitu Bikin orang lebih produktif gitu It's not because people are working harder gitu Tapi secondly okay. ada juga yang bilang bahwa kayak Yes it is because of technology Tapi it's also because people are also working harder juga gitu And companies itu sampai sekarang jadi jauh lebih pintar dalam um, Memanipulasikan kayak persepsi orang terhadap how much they should be making atau how much they should be yeah, kayak worth yeah, gitu yeah. Yeah, India oh kayak God, gitu yes, yes yes I agree I 100% agree especially as someone hmm. who work like literally 24-7 nah yeah you are a victim yes. of the pay productivity gap <laughs> nih, aku kayaknya yeah. jadi ya yeah, so if you guys yeah, just feel like you guys should be worth more what I'm trying to say in this podcast adalah There is also a way for you guys untuk fight gitu loh. We see oppression vividly everywhere uh, in our day-to-day lives kan. Tapi sometimes we also need to be aware bahwa some oppressions itu aren't visible atau sometimes not that clear gitu loh Nis. Hmm, ngerti. Ya intinya adalah kayak when you look actually at the data, you're going to see bahwa there is... <laughs> There is quote unquote some injustice gitu loh Yang mungkin lu gak sadar selama ini I'm not saying bahwa all companies are underpaying their workers gitu loh hmm, Cuma ya I think a lot, of, a lot of companies justru malah are getting away with 
not paying their workers gitu okay. which is something yang kadang bikin aku kesel gitu sih yeah. so yeah intinya go unionize guys intinya and apalagi di Indonesia worth, juga menurut period yeah intinya you have to know your worth and if you know that someone else's worth is not kayak being um, compensated for then yeah go tell them satu itu and back to talking about startup the reason why I think aku juga ngerasa concernnya itu terkait mereka tuh bakal gede atau enggak it's because kayak yeah for me personally I think yeah um, all startups all big businesses yang rely on valuation menurut aku ya pada ujung-ujungnya and goal mereka itu sinis kayak Gojek can say whatever they want Ruang Guru can say whatever they want about they just they care about improving the livelihoods of people and making the world a better place tapi at the end of the day yang control them and are still their investors kan and what they want is just money gitu That's why intinya another big point that I just want to make adalah we need to always be aware bahwa at the end of the day companies are just entities yang just want to make as much profit as they can. I'm not saying that they're evil. I'm just saying that they have interests gitu. Yeah. And those kinds of interests adalah hal-hal yang harus kita selalu aware of gitu sinis. Yeah, but sometimes Karena companies are doing a bad thing juga. Are doing apa? Bad things. Yeah, and it, Yeah, sometimes and sometimes most of the times they're doing bad things, gitu sih. But selain bad things, they're also doing things yang we allow them to do, gitu. Karena at the end of the day, I guess the beauty also about companies, and this is why I have kind of a love-hate relationship with capitalism in general, adalah walaupun the greed and the need to get as much money to result in very very destructive behavior. Mm-hmm. Kayak lu ngerusak lingkungan kayak atau lu nge-underpay your worker kayak tapi setidaknya I guess in a capital capitalistic system they're doing this karena emang mereka mau please customers kan at the end of the day. Yeah. Sehingga artinya itu di situ kita masih bisa ada a fight that we can bring gitu loh. I see. Karena yeah. Yeah, if kalau emang kayak a lot of people care about providing uh, a good livelihood for workers. Kalau emang a lot of people misalnya care about the environment, ya company mau nggak mau akan tend to what the customers wants gitu. Hmm. Nah, yang bahaya adalah ketika kita tuh nggak sadar bahwa company itu melayani kita dan justru kita yang kayak ngikutin what the company wants us to do. Ngerti? Yes. Karena balik lagi kayak yang aku ngomong di awal gitu. Mereka tuh emang have this big power gitu loh nih. They have the assets. Mereka tuh punya jutaan miliaran dolar dari their investors yang bisa mereka pakai untuk make ads, untuk get our data and learn about us, untuk make algorithms, untuk kayak um, hire influencers. Intinya all in an attempt untuk merubah cara kita hidup, untuk kayak membuat kita um, move to their market gitu. Ngerti. Untuk memanipulasi kita, tapi like di situ we need to be aware bahwa there has to be a line that we draw gitu loh. Dan gak cuma nurutin apa yang Facebook kasih atau apa yang Gojek ngasih cuma gara-gara mereka ngasih promo. Tapi if emang they do something that we don't agree with, then we need to be we need to take a stand and just be ready to cancel them juga gitu loh. 
Help them accountable. Like, Don't catch them. Help them accountable. Yeah. Like, un- like uninstall their app. Atau kayak, udah nggak apa-apa. Gue nggak akan pakai service lu. Gue akan pakai service yang mungkin lebih abal. Tapi emang buatan orang-orang yang genuine gitu misal. Mm-mm. Ya intinya, itu sih Nis. Iya, yeah, aku ngerti sih. Maksudnya kayak, maybe some of the people doesn't get the fact that kalau kita putting our money is one of the form of political action karena people always see it as a ya kita ya ini customer behavior aja ya gak sih tapi mm-hmm. at the end of the day kita harus sadar kalau misalnya the way we spend money tuh whether you like it or not whether you don't you're the type of person yang kayak I don't do politics at the end of the day even the way you pay a certain ayam geprek is political movement gitu loh. Yang mana berarti mm-hmm. the way you the way you invest your money, the way you support a certain company will affect you directly bahkan sometimes. Tapi you didn't realize that then what Gardner's trying to say is not to cancel a certain company tapi making people aware that this company to bisa affect us in the long run gitu loh. Kayak misalnya kalau misalnya kita terus-terusan membiarkan a certain company nge-aggregate all of the services gitu loh. Yang mana nanti ketika mereka nggak bisa fulfill, yang kena fallout siapa? Not the company, tapi the workers first. Kayak yang mana mereka harus lepasin mereka semua tanpa uh, compensation gitu loh. Terus bagaimana mereka akhirnya ke depannya mendapatkan pekerjaan tuh belum dipikirkan. Nah, I feel like I itu tuh kayak uh, an important things that yang Garda keep trying to mention dan juga aku mau kayak highlight at least based on my apa ya point of view in terms of kayak legal wise and political wise karena at the end of the day ya balik lagi kayak the way we respond to this big companies tuh it's a political way for us to support and apa ya to be quote unquote sympathize with apa the workers inside of the company gitu. Hmm, ya. Yeah. And selain dari kita sendiri sih, and selain kayak what we can do individually, mm-hmm. kita juga bisa support like the government making more restrictive laws juga gitu misal. Yes, exactly. Karena that's also a, a solution juga yang they do. Yeah. Ada namanya kayak antitrust laws, which are, which are laws yang emang menghinder restrict companies from making monopoly gitu. Nah itu kayak hal-hal yang menurut aku juga butuh kita endorse dan kita dukung Karena aku rasa kayak di Indonesia tuh masih kurang banget gitu loh diskusi Ya emang di Indonesia masih banyak banget sih diskusi yang kurang dilakukan hmm. Gak cuman terkait ini Like tapi sekarang ya RUPKS juga gak ada yang disahsain aja yeah. gitu. Tapi ya like that's also something that you can vouch for And also supporting your local maybe worker union gitu mm-hmm. Ya yeah. Oh I mean kan, kayak apa sih In terms of the government, I guess kalau misalnya lawnya tuh ada sih gar, sebenarnya undang-undang anti monopoli. Cuma, all, hmm. tapi I get your point. Maksudnya kayak in terms of the apa implementation tuh masih loose banget karena what the state want itu lebih ke kayak iya, penting negara gue banyak investorsnya gitu kan. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah, uh, do you wanna continue lagi? Udah sih, I think, I guess. So yeah, that was me ranting about um, corporations. corporations that I'm probably <laughs> going to want to work in. You get, um, but not trying to be hypocritical or anything. I'm just saying, because I, I see like a lot of people too, beneran have this idealistic view. You know, sometimes of these yeah. companies, gitu. Bahwa kayak oh, enak banget ya kerja di sini atau oh, 
nih perusahaan bagus banget gitu mm-hmm. kayak they're doing a lot of good things tapi at the end of the day kayak we need to remember bahwa they're, they're just money making machines yes and sometimes they're also doing making the money in ways that is not really more is morally questionable juga gitu mm. mungkin I can't say that about Gojek I can say about Grab mungkin karena emang gak ada kasus yang separah itu sih Cuman there are lots of companies yang aku nggak akan sebut satu persatu sih because I'm worried um, about my reputation. Tapi ya yeah, there are companies yang emang di belakang layar tuh they're doing very very bad practices gitu loh. They're underpaying their workers, they're underpaying their interns, they're also kayak trying to have this public perception, trying to mold the public perception that they're very clean, that they're oh memajukan Indonesia gitu, memajukan Pendidikan <laughs> Indonesia misal But this, there are things that they need to be held accountable for juga gitu Dan aku kayak I see langsung the casualties Myself sendiri banyak teman-teman aku yang Mereka mau nyoba bikin their niche business gitu Di daerah mereka Terus Mm-mm. tiba-tiba kayak malah di dihinder by these big companies Yang katanya mereka bilang tujuan mereka tuh sama juga gitu Mm-mm. Dengan my my friend small business gitu gitu. Hmm. And yeah, that's kind of like my this is the thing that I like to rant about gitu sih. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you want me to close it up atau Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. I think uh, the moral of the story and also kayak to just close this chapter Uh, once again, kita not trying to cancel any corporation. This is not targeted to only Gojek or only Amazon or atau apa. Tapi ini lebih ke kayak the awareness of the people gitu loh. Kayak you know, kayak aku nggak tahu apakah people itu udah sadar kalau misalnya the impact of the corporation tuh bisa setinggi ini. Dan kadang-kadang kita tuh just ignorance because we are comfortable as the customer kan. Tapi sometimes kita harus sadar aja kalau misalnya emang ketika kita call out this type of behavior tuh there's something that we can do in terms of the regulation and also in how the government will enact this. Dan yang terakhir, even if the government hasn't substantially do anything, maybe we can start with us gitu loh. Research about the company that you idolize first before you, you know, spend your money to. I think that's all. Uh, stay safe, everyone. And goodbye. See you next week.